Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. If you're new to me, this is my weekly rundown of what's going on in the heavens so that you can harness the power of the planets and take advantage of all of that energy and manifest your dreams here on earth. So this week is a really interesting one after a really interesting one last week. We've got a few interesting weeks in a row here. So astrology is always interesting, let's be honest, but we have uh, some really um, juicy stuff happening. So last week we talked a lot about how um, Mercury and Venus were squaring the nodes and it was a time of making decisions. And it was a time of making a decision on how you were going to move forward. And the South Node and Saturn were together and that was helping you let go of the past. Um, And Saturn had gone direct on the 18th, so it was starting to move forward and pick up speed and help our projects, our work, whatever we're working on, pick up speed with it. Now, last week, as I talked about on Instagram, and there is a highlight there, so if you want to watch it, I did a little rundown of the impeachment inquiry and why the impeachment inquiry took off last week. Um... And that is because we have these Libra planets squaring these Capricorn planets. So now if you know anything about astrology, you may have heard about um, cardinal planets, mutable planets, right? We have these different modes, and or signs rather. And right now we've got a bunch of planets in Libra and a bunch of planets in Capricorn. Those are both cardinal signs, which basically means they're signs that um, possess the qualities of leadership. They are go out and get it done kind of signs. Aries is a cardinal sign. If you know an Aries in your life, like myself, they generally are action takers. Cardinal sign people are action takers. This is Libra, Aries, Capricorn, and um, cancer. So right now we've got a lot of Libra planets talking to those Capricorn planets and all year, and I've been talking about it all year, is the big lead up to the Saturn Pluto kiss in the sky that's coming in January of 2020. So this is a moment where all of the momentum is picking up to take us to that end point, to get us to that Saturn, Pluto, kiss in the sky in 2020. So if you feel like, oh my gosh, the momentum is picking up and now I'm getting somewhere, you're not alone. That's definitely happening. For a lot of the summer, it felt like, even beginning of September, it felt like we were in the soup, if that makes sense. And so maybe you were like, I kind of want to go this way. I kind of want to go that way, but I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. Or maybe I'm sure right now, but then I'm changing my mind. We may still be having those lingering feelings of being what I call decisively indecisive because we are still in Libra season. And Libra tends to be like, 
I want, I want a boyfriend so bad. I want a boyfriend so bad. And then the boyfriend shows up and they say, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. That's very Libran, right? So Libra, they really want commitment, but then they're scared of commitment. They go toward it and they pull away from it. So Libra is the scale. So there's always a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And they have to find that evenness. And if you were, um, if you are in Libra or you have a lot of Libra in your chart, and I might've mentioned this last week, um, if that is you, then you probably have a big, um, a big stamp, if you will, on your chart from the universe, basically imploring you to do some work around maintaining yourself in the relationship, being able to be in relationship while also maintaining independence and a sense of self in the relationship. And a lot of people know how that feels like. A lot of people know, a lot of us know how that feels is what I meant to say in terms of, you know, being in a relationship and feeling swallowed whole. And so Libras do that dance of like being swallowed and then pulling back completely. So we all, when we are in Libra season, have a little bit of that dance going on. I want to go out and be at the party with all the people. Oh, but now that I'm here, I really want to go home and sit on my couch and watch Netflix. Not knowing what we want is part of the deal with Libra. It is part of the deal, and we have to really tune in to what is our soul asking of us? What are we here to do? What are we here to create? And even if you're getting a little wishy-washy because of the Libraness of it all, you know, really come back to what is that core thing that you set out to work on at the beginning of this year? Maybe it was this summer. Maybe it was the solstice. Maybe it was just, just this past new moon. Whatever it was, you know, get back to that and don't take your eye off the ball. This is going to be a week of intensity because this week is very much marked by Pluto. So a few weeks ago, we talked about how Saturn and Capricorn went um, direct. So now these, these planets that are further from Earth, they move slower. So when they station to go retrograde or station to go direct as they're going this week, um, or as Pluto is going direct this week, it, they slow down. They get really, 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 really slow and from our vantage point appear to be standing still. And when planets station, that is when we feel them the most. So this is a week that is marked by Pluto. Pluto is stationing and moving direct on Thursday. So I always use Eastern Standard Time, so it might be different depending on where you are in the world. But basically, Thursday Eastern Standard Time this week, later on in the week, Pluto is stationing. We're already feeling that. So last week, we had Mercury squaring Pluto. And when Mercury squared Pluto, that brought a lot of information out. And that was when the impeachment inquiry was announced. This information came to the forefront and they quickly got it out to the public and we all learned about this call with the Ukraine that we didn't know about, right? So Saturn had been retrograde all summer and when all that stuff was going on. So this stuff was a Bruin and then Saturn went direct and then Mercury squared Pluto and then the information was released. So we also 
are going to have more information coming this week because Pluto is stationed and that's already been happening today. And Pluto is the planet of secrets. It's the planet of the underworld. It's the planet of, um, of death. It's the planet of the things that we don't necessarily want to talk about. It's the taboo stuff. It's the stuff that's in the closet that we know it's there, but we're just hoping if we leave it in the closet, we'll forget about it and it won't come out to haunt us. But as we always know, the stuff in the closet always comes out, right? So eventually there's too much stuff in the closet. You open the doors and it all falls out. So that's, you know, the curse of Pluto, the curse and the blessing, depending on on who you are in the situation. Um, So this week is definitely marked by Pluto. So now that's what's happening in the global context, right? In the societal context. And if you're interested in learning more about that, as I mentioned, you can always go to my Instagram and go to the highlights in the profile and click astropolitics. And I talk about how astrology and um, politics are coming together, at least in America. I can't follow everybody's politics, but you know, so you'll get a little bit of a glimpse into all of that from last week. But how is that playing out in your life? That is the question, because these things that are playing out societally or globally, collectively, as we say, they are playing out individually in your life. So where are the secrets coming out? Where is the information being revealed? Where is the stuff that you've been stuffing away, but it's now starting to come out and haunt you a little bit? What is that? And are you paying attention to it? Are you dealing with it? This is the time as we move into this 2020 meetup of Pluto and Saturn, which is going to happen right at the beginning of the new year. This is the time to prepare for that meetup. So we've been talking all year about Pluto and Saturn coming together, reshaping, restructuring the foundations that have supported us. So in the past eclipse season, which was in the summer, we noticed a lot of people moving, a lot of people changing jobs a lot of businesses going out of business. Um, in my own life, I you know, am seeing here in New York places going out of business or people moving apartments or um, you know, people moving across the country or changing something in their life that has been a big part of their life for a long time, right? So whatever is the impetus for that to happen, the Pluto-Saturn meetup is encouraging us to create structures, create foundations, create boundaries and limitations that serve us in doing the work we need to do in the world. If you are not seeking ways to create structures, foundations, boundaries, limitations that support you, the universe will inevitably bring you, whether or not you invited it, events that force that to happen. And so We may be experiencing that in our own lives. We may be experiencing that in our job. We may be experiencing that in our relationship. We may be experiencing that in our health. So depending on where these planets are placed around your natal chart, your birth chart, um, they're going to impact different aspects of your life. And if you want to learn more about that, then you can always do a reading with me. Hop on over to veronicapretty.com slash astrology and book a reading. Um, But... I'm talking about the collective, and so you can just take a moment and reflect and get really quiet with yourself and ask yourself, 
where are the secrets being revealed in my own life? Where am I getting new information that I need to pay attention to and use? Um, so that's what's happening. So we've got um, Venus squaring Pluto tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday. Today we've got the moon in Scorpio, which is giving us a little bit of a taste of what's to come next week or later this week into next week, as we have a lot of this Pluto energy going on this week. Pluto rules Scorpio. It's um, the stuff beneath the surface. It likes to go deep. It's really interested in intensity. It's really interested in dredging up the secrets. We've got Pluto stationing this week, and that's giving us that intense dark energy. But then we've also, we've got the moon today in Scorpio. And then we've also got Mercury going into Scorpio later this week. So Mercury rules the mind. And right now we've got Mercury in Libra. So Mercury in Libra basically makes us all um, interested in the facts, interested in information, interested in poetry, interested in um, words and the way we express things and maybe... Um, even talking a lot to your friends and being social and bringing people together and being the peacemaker, that's very Libran as well. Um, Libra rules one-on-one relationships. So it's not just your, um, thank you, Hanukkah. Hanukkah's on Instagram and she said, highly recommend a reading, so insightful. So follow Hanukkah's advice and get a reading with me. Um, so thank you, Hanukkah. So, you know, with Mercury in Libra, we are logical, we're rational, um, we see both sides of the issue, we're willing to, take, to, to see the, the viewpoint of the person across from us. When Mercury goes into Scorpio, which is going to happen on Thursday, which is the same day Pluto stations direct, we, our mind is going to shift to a much more emotional place. Your mind is going to be in the depths in the Scorpio depths. The, the mind is going to go to a darker place, kind of, maybe. Um, your, the mind, the mental energy in your life is really going to look to go deep, not wide, okay? Because Scorpio likes to go deep. So this is a good time to get your ducks in a row to know what you're going to be focusing on for the period of time that Mercury is in Scorpio, because it is going to be a very long time. Mercury is actually going to be in Scorpio until December 9th, because on Halloween, we're going to have Mercury go retrograde. And you know, everyone loves Mercury retrograde, but let's not go there yet. Don't even think about it. What I'm saying is get clear on what you want your mind to focus on over the next really two months because we're going to be interested in depth. We're not going to be interested in being scattered. Okay. Um, so Tuesday we've got Venus squaring Pluto. Last week we had Mercury squaring Pluto. That was when the information came out, right? So now Venus squaring Pluto gives us an opportunity to get really real with ourselves about, um, releasing the stuff that maybe doesn't align with our values. And we talked a little bit about this last week. In this effort to make a decision in which way you're going, you're going to have to make a decision about what you value and what you're going to put your attention and energy on. And, you know, Pluto, uh, Venus squaring Pluto is just another additional experience of that. Venus squaring Pluto brings up a lot of power dynamic issues, especially in our 
um, romantic relationships or any male fem masculine feminine energy relationships. And when I say masculine feminine energy, I don't necessarily mean man and woman. We all embody the masculine and the feminine within women like myself often have like a lot of masculine energy, especially if you have a lot of Aries like I do, which is the sign of masculinity. Um, and that doesn't mean, you know, whatever. I don't want to even go into a whole explanation of that. But the point of the matter is that looking at the relationships that embody that um, balance of masculine and feminine energy, which often is your romantic relationship, um, those power dynamics are going to be on display on Tuesday when Venus squares Pluto because Pluto is power and secrets. Venus is our relationships. It's our money. It's what we value. You also might have a lot of feelings come up around your worth. Um, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about yourself in the work that you do. Do you feel valued? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel powerless? All of those things are going to be on the table on Tuesday. Um, and then Thursday, as I mentioned, we have Pluto going direct and Mercury going into Scorpio. Friday is a big day as well. So a lot, a lot, a lot of shifts this week. Mars is going into Libra. So Mars has been in... Um, Mars has been in um, Virgo for quite some time. Um, Mars has really, I love Mars in Virgo because I'm a Mars person and I have a Virgo moon, so it feels really good to me. Um, but Mars in Virgo is a little funny. It's not, it's not like exalted, so it's not, it's not particularly comfortable. But I think it really helps us get down to brass tacks and do the work we have to do and cross the T's and dot the I's. And because I have a moon in Virgo, I really enjoy that kind of thing. If you are a person that doesn't really love details, then this is probably a little bit tedious of a time for you. Because Mars rules where, we're, where we have drive, where we have ambition, where we have motivation. All of that is to say that this is a great last few days to get your habits in order. So one of the things that I really recommend doing when we have a lot of Virgo planets going on or even just Earth planets in general is looking at your habits and really aligning your habits with what you value. Mars and Virgo has been a great time to get back to your routine this fall as we've come out of summer and go back to fall. But now Mars is going to head into Libra. So whatever routines you really wanted to... Um, honor and uh, commit to uh, for the remainder of this year, I really recommend honing in on them in the next couple of days because the Mars and Virgo energy will help you. Just like we feel a planet really strongly when it's stationed, we also feel a planet very strongly when it's at 29 degrees, the very final degree of a sign. So Mars will be at 29 degrees this week, and then um, on Friday it'll move into Libra. And then our motivation and our energy will be much more around um, our relationships and um, finding harmonious, peaceful interactions and bringing people together. And we'll have that paired with Scorpio. So we'll have the intensity, but we'll also have that desire to find that even playing field and be really interested in fairness and equality. Um, Mars and Libra is usually considered um, a in its detriment is what they call it in astrology. Basically, it means it's like a not happy placement. You know, I think it's a great placement if you are a lawyer working for human rights. I think it's a great placement if you are working on creating fair and just um, 
situations for, for people and um, if you're doing a lot of humanitarian work. There, there are definitely ways that I think Mars and Libra is helpful, but for most of us, it's not the most motivating placement for Mars. So be really clear, use the Scorpio energy, that focus, that intensity to go deep with the thing that's most important to you. My word for this year was focus, and I actually feel like I have not used it or honored it nearly as much as I would have liked to. So I am actually looking forward to this Mercury in Scorpio period where I can get even more aligned with the idea of focus. And it's interesting because water signs are not necessarily considered focused except for Scorpio. Scorpio is considered an intense focused sign. Um, okay, so Friday, Mars goes into Libra. Mars and Libra also might make you really motivated in terms of getting, you know, your style zhuzhed up or getting a haircut or getting a new um, look because, you know, Mars and Libra wants to look good and it's, um, it's a nice time to do that. It's a nice time to indulge. You know, sun will be in Libra for for a few more weeks. So it's really a nice time, sun and Libra time, to allow yourself to shine in terms of your style and your beauty and your appearance. These are all things that make Libra really happy. Um, okay, so then Saturday, the moon is going to conjunct Saturn. Saturn and Pluto, obviously, like the big guys in Capricorn, we've been talking about them a lot today and all year in every single essential astrocast. And I just want to mention that when the moon hits Capricorn every month, as it does each lunar cycle, you will be feeling those planets, okay? So when the moon comes to Capricorn next weekend on Saturday and Sunday, you are definitely going to be feeling that Capricorn restructuring, reshifting of your foundation. Whatever is, um, whatever shifting in your life, whatever, whatever, uh, things support you that are shifting, whatever foundations that have previously supported that are now shifting, um, those things you're going to feel on Saturday and Sunday. Um, the other thing to note is that there's really no void moons this week. I mean, there are, but they're very short. So the only void moon that's of any considerable length is Friday morning here on the East Coast. So this is a really good week to get some stuff done and to not be held up with those void moons because void moons generally are a time when the moon's not talking to other planets. So we're not necessarily... Um, feeling as energized, you could say, sort of. So all of that is to say, just really um, use this week and get moving forward on whatever you need to get moving forward on. I really feel that this new moon that we just experienced, the new moon in Libra that came last weekend, it on Saturday, um, that new moon in Libra was on the 28th of September was really a reset for us to come back to ourselves. It has a lot of regener regenerative energy about it. If you want more information on the new moon in Libra, if you have not yet done your new moon in Libra um, intention setting, then I uh, encourage you to go sign up for the Essential Astrology membership and get the new moon in Libra um, 
astrocast that I did. So that's only for members. You can sign up for $10 a month and get just the new moon astrocast each month, or you can sign up for $25 a month and get the new moon astrocast and the full moon live workshop online where you come, you bring your chart. I answer your questions. You have me there to work through stuff with. So, um, you can go to veronicapretty.com slash membership and sign up for that. So it is not too late to set an intention for the new moon. I actually prefer to send it, set an intention for the new moon after the new moon has come, as long as it's before the full moon, than before the new moon, because in that period of time, the moon is waning, and you want to set your intention when the moon is waxing and growing. So it is not too late. If you have not sat down and reflected on your last lunar cycle and committed to what you want to commit to for this lunar cycle, I really um, encourage you to go over and to veronicapreddy.com slash membership and join the membership and get that new moon astrocast and really sit down with yourself and get clear on what you're committing to because Libra, while it's decisively indecisive, I love to say that it is the ultimate sign of commitment, especially commitment and partnership. And that's why so many people got married this past weekend, not just because it's great weather on the East coast in the U S um, or really most of the U.S., it's great weather this time of year, but it's also because the new moon in Libra is a wonderful time to commit to a partner, commit to something. It doesn't have to be a partner, but to, to make a commitment, Libra is the sign of marriage, so the ultimate commitment. So I really think this is a great time to get clear about what you want to be committed to, not only for the last quarter of the year, but also as we move into 2020, it's a brand new decade. So come October, which is tomorrow, we're going to have 90 days left in the year. And so how do you want to spend those 90 days so that you have like Rachel Hollis talks about, I love her. And she, she does a last 90 days of the year, um, push every year. And, you know, she talks about on ramping to the new year. So how are you going to set yourself up for success to on ramp into the, into 2020 and into the new decade and into that big Saturn Pluto meetup, which is really going to bring some serious resolution to whatever you've been searching for, struggling with, working on this year, and maybe for the past few years, maybe the last seven years. Um, so Saturn moves in cycles of seven. So, um, so that's what we've got. Um, next week, just to note, I know I'm going to do the AstroCast on Monday, but I want you to just take note that Monday is going to be an intense day next week. So Monday, the sun is going to score Saturn, which can be, feel very restrictive. And Mercury is going to oppose Uranus, which means that Mercury and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus. We have no idea what's going to happen. Mercury, when it comes in contact with Uranus, it's a recipe for big surprises. So do not overschedule yourself on, sun, on Monday. Um, and that's next Monday, not today. And then Tuesday, Venus is going to move into Scorpio. So really enjoy this last week of Venus in Libra because Venus in Libra is where she is at home. She rules Libra and she rules Taurus. Um, she's not as happy in Scorpio. Um, it's really intense and it kind of like is a little bit of a Debbie Downer for her. So really, really give yourself the gift of, um, 
you know, doing a face mask, taking a hot bath, getting a manicure, pedicure, go out and have a great romantic date night. Um, enjoy Venus and Libra. Venus and Libra is, it's such a lovely place for Venus to hang out. And it really helps us lean into our feminine energy. And I did see Mikhail's comment here on Instagram about talking about the masculine versus feminine energy one day. Yes, we'll definitely talk about that more um, for sure. Maybe I'll do a workshop on it in the in the membership group. Um, so have a wonderful week. I think that's all I've got for you. And um, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. And once again, if you want to book a reading with me, you can always go to veronicapreddy.com slash astrology and book a reading. Um, and if you want, if you're interested in that new moon astrocast that I told you about, that is just for my members. So for $10 a month, you get the new moon. And for $25 a month, you get the new moon astrocast as well as the live full moon workshop, which is really a great value because you have me here on Zoom. We talk, we connect. You can bring your chart. If you don't have your chart, I can look it up for you. We can answer your questions and, and dive deep into what's going on it for you with your chart and the moon cycle. That's all I've got. Have an amazing week. And um, I will see you next week, whether it's here on Facebook, Instagram, or on the podcast or YouTube.